that was the hardest thing in the world, I believe, to my ego. Um, but I think my spirit was like, finally, we can start truly healing. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of And Still We Rise, a podcast produced and curated by the co-JMC students at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Each episode features a conversation with women whose lives have been adversely impacted by the inequities in the Nebraska criminal justice system. I'm your host, Libby Weddle. Today we are speaking with Denisha. Let's hear her story. I am a Afro-Indigenous storyteller, and I am a Nebraskan. I am a child that was created through trauma. My mom is a survivor of sexual assault, and I was manifested within that sexual assault. Then I began to be a survivor of sexual assault um, as well. From the time that I was five, I was sexually assaulted by my oldest brother who would prostitute me to neighborhood boys and he would watch as I was sexually assaulted. Every woman in my family has actually been sexually assaulted. My story is really no different than any other woman's in my family, unfortunately. So I went to foster care, group homes. I've been homeless as a child. I remember, you know, having to be an adult at a very young age. And I was also sexually assaulted again when I was 14 years old. And therapy was never really, you know, helpful, I guess I would say growing up. But as I got older, I got a full ride scholarship to UNO. I am a first generation college graduate. After graduating, um, I was diagnosed with PTSD. And that was the hardest thing in the world, I believe, to my ego. Um, But I think my spirit was like, finally, we can start truly healing. And I think my mental state was more like chaotic. Help me. You know, I can't keep acting throughout the day anymore. You know, the hardest thing was meeting that psychiatrist. And she goes, all right, Denisha, um, you have PTSD. I said, let me tell you something. Black people, we don't have PTSD. And she started laughing. So uh, in the process of her convincing me that I need to humanize myself and there's no way that I could have been through all the things that I've been through without having some residual effect. So she said, it's up to you. You make that choice. You take this pill, you get the therapy, you become the woman that you are destined to become, or you make excuses and continue to be an amazing actress. And I said, well, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh my goodness. You know, I never had a white woman get with me like that. You know, I fell in love with Dr. Hankins and she was at UNO at the time. I've never been able to tell her thank you. Uh, But she is responsible for a lot of who I've become within my healing process. I um, had a dream. I was on my knees and I told God, you know, I said, I'm lost. I'm hurt. I need help. And he said, use the gifts and talents that I gave you to assist with the healing of other children and people that have been through what you've been through and I will take care of your healing. 
I woke up my fiance and I said, God just told me to write a children's book. And he said, yeah, that means it'll be successful. And he turns over and go back to sleep. So I am the first Afro-Indigenous author that has been signed a publishing contract with Boystown Press Omaha here in Nebraska. And my children's book, Butterflies in Me, is currently out right now. And that was all by the grace of God um, and my ancestors guiding me. I don't like to say that I'm an author. I like to say that I'm a storyteller because I have dreams about the characters and they tell me what they want me to talk about. I'm here today as an ally, as an advocate, as the storyteller, and as the person that believes that making love is when you create out of pain and trauma and you give it to individuals who are hurt and to assist with their healing based off of your subjective experiences. To me, that is what love is. And that's my goal in life is to always make love, which is creating things and giving love, which is giving it to the world because my life doesn't belong to me. And now let's hear what Denisha had to say for our three interview questions. Denisha, what is something most people get wrong about you? I think what people get wrong about me is they lack humanizing me, uh, so they think certain things don't affect me, but I am a very sensitive person. I love that question. Actually, no one's ever asked me that before. Tell me a snapshot of everyday life that brings you joy. I would have to say... Looking over at my fiance, I tell him that he is my proverbial heartbeat. I never knew what love, protection, and safety was before I met him. When I look over at him, I've never met a person that has never tried to change me, who's um, authentically loved me. He gives me reason to keep going to therapy when those days are really hard and I don't want to be there. You know, when I'm hard on myself and he gives me approbation that I am worthy. My fiance is um, one of my my hopes. He's my proverbial heartbeat. What is something you are excited about? I am excited about being able to wake up one day and say, I have fully accepted my gifts. I have fully healed from my trauma and that I am able to authentically be myself without apologizing. That is what I'm most looking forward to. Thank you, Denisha, for sharing your story with us. And now for today's fast fact about the Nebraska criminal justice system from the Prison Policy Initiative. As of September 2021, Nebraska is one of only eight states that have failed to reduce their prison population by more than 10% during the pandemic. Nebraska is also one of 15 prison systems that has not yet vaccinated more than 60% of the incarcerated population. Thank you for listening to another episode of And Still We Rise. Here are a few quick shout outs to all the amazing people that have made today's episode possible. Thank you to all 165 students of the 2022 spring semester of social justice, human rights, and the media class for making this podcast possible. Our podcast artwork was created by Hannah Tim. The music was written and performed by Anne McConkie and produced by Terry Keefe. Script writers were Kate Alakinovicus, Landon Brown, Emerson Guilfrey, Sadie Ingram, Nick Karras, Paige Kotick, Bryn Noventy, Caitlin Thomas, and Emily Whitney. 
to hear more student-produced podcasts and audio media from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, visit krnu.nebraskanewsservice.net. To volunteer, donate, or learn more about how you can help current and formerly incarcerated individuals in Nebraska, visit csrise.org.